0: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, it's not every day we have the opportunity to get insights into the levels of violence in African nations where Islamic terror groups like Al-Shabaab are operating. There has been significant unrest in North Mozambique and an update today on Al-Shabaab infiltration into the province of Pemba, where there's been looting, raping and burning villages, many of them Christian villages where Christian churches have been established. Martin Panter is just back from a visit to Mozambique, working with Christian ministries Heidi and Roland Baker. Martin's also chairman of the Humanitarian Aid Relief Trust. Martin, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. I'm delighted
1: to be with you, Neil.
0: Martin, just to give us a little bit of background here, you were in Mozambique because you've been invited and you have an interest in tropical medicine and you've been helping out there in hospitals in North Mozambique.
1: Well, it's not actually a hospital, it's a clinic that is run by Iris Ministries, which is the ministry that Heidi and Roland Baker started in Mozambique about 16 years ago in the capital Maputo um, really looking after abandoned street children and they then moved in 2004 to the northern city of Pemba which is really the main city of the northern province of Cabo Delgado and I was invited there 7 years ago to teach my particular passion which is tropical medicine to the clinic and they also have satellite clinics at various places around Pemba but when I first went there the Lord really laid it on my heart to be available for them and so um, he's given me a real love for Pemba and RS ministries and the folk there so I try to go back there twice a year.
0: And Martin you've been there a number of times but this time was a little different this time your security was at risk and you felt that quite intensely.
1: Well, I didn't personally, Neil. I know my family did, and they were quite concerned, because over recent months, there's been incursion of a group that's loosely called Al-Shabaab. It actually means in Arabic, the youth. It's not actually related to the Al-Shabaab coming out of Somalia, although there may well be some similar ideologies. Basically, this is a group of probably between 1,000 and 1,500 somewhat disenchanted youth, predominantly from the, the province of Cabo Delgado. And Heidi Baker said last week, as she was showing about it, they're here because we're here. And the fact is that over the last 10, 12 years, since Heidi and Roland have been ministering in northern Mozambique, over 12,000 new churches have started, which is actually quite remarkable. It's in an area that was formerly termed the missionary's graveyard. And over the last 12 years, I say, there are 12,000 churches, and that is growing. And the only reason I can really give for that is what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4, where he said, my message and teaching were not just with wise and persuasive words, but in demonstration of the Spirit's power. And these people have seen incredible healings. I've seen some myself, Neil, of not only blind eyes opened and deaf ears unblocked, but the dead being raised and all manner of illnesses and sicknesses being restored by Jesus. And so they see the power of God at work in an area which is probably quite syncretistic with both Islam and witchcraft. And where they see the power of God at work, they realize that his power is so much greater than any of the other demonic powers that they've experienced previously.
0: We'll just dwell here for a moment when you say that over the past 12 years there have been 12,000 churches planted uh, in this area in North Mozambique and uh, you mentioned that Heidi Baker says they're here because we're here and it indicates a real spirit spiritual opposition to what is obviously an incredible breakthrough with the gospel in that particular part of the world. What are your thoughts on the spiritual battle that's going on, Martin?
1: Absolutely. I'd say this is primarily, Neil, a battle in the heavenlies. The Bible says that we don't battle flesh and blood, but we battle principalities and powers. And we see this very much as a, a battle in the heavenly places. And so last week when I was there, we were praying and fasting and really seeking God's heart. And really playing blessing on, on the persecutors. Jesus said we must pray for them to persecute us. And that's really difficult, particularly with some of the appalling atrocities that are taking place. The dear cleaner, a lovely lady, we call her mama, who cleans our, our, our clinic in Pemba, lost three of her immediate family members beheaded last week. And so these are very real and very near Um, atrocities that people are experiencing. and It's very difficult if any of our listeners lost one of their loved ones due to a terrorist attack and they were beheaded. I think we would all find it incredibly difficult to love and forgive, but that is what we are bidden by Jesus, and he alone gives us the power and the grace to do that. What we are praying is that many of these young men, I think one of the main drivers, Neil, to this is that the province of Cabo Delgada has a very high level of unemployment, up to 80% amongst young people, most of them living on an income of $2 a day or less, which means most of them have nushing. And there's been a huge amount of money invested, particularly in the northern part of the province, near a town called Parma, which is near the Tanzanian border, because they have found probably either the second or third largest reserves of oil and natural gas in the world there. So there's a a number of large corporations, particularly the American corporation Anadaka, who've invested over a billion dollars there already. So there's huge amounts of money flowing in from the oil companies and the young men see this and naturally they become not only angry but just enchanted with the government. It only really needs someone who's got some kind of charismatic sort of personality to say look let's unite behind um, me or behind us and let's get a cause and an ideology and we'll give you some money and many of these men, mostly sort of young men between 18, 16, 18 and 20 have formed small groups usually between about 8 and 10 um, and going out into the completely unprotected villages and committing these atrocities because the villages have no protection whatever, there's no police force, there's no kind of Army presence there. The nearest one, probably to most of the villages, would be either in del Prior or Pemba. And many of the villages are two, three, four hundred kilometers away. So they're basically like sitting ducks these people with their evil minds and evil intentions
0: And so we have your first hand experience Martin, because working there, uh, training in the medical clinic, uh, when there's been this looting, raping and burning of villages, uh, those who've been injured, I guess make their way to the clinic and you've met people first hand who'd been... Yes, the I th- saw
1: a number of them last week, one was a, n- a lovely young man called Abdul, who'd actually been stabbed and actually chopped with a machete and I saw him, a Muslim, and um, we were able to help him with some medical expenses. And then he said, Dr. Martin, can you pray for me? And so there are lots of, of lovely opportunities to be able to share the love of Jesus. And that is one of the reasons I think the gospel has grown so explosively. It's not only the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's the love of God and the compassion that I see in my fellow mission is there, that they show to the people who really are not used to that kind of love and compassion being shown. And it draws people in. I mean, the Bible says the love of God constrains us. And when that compassion can flow through us, with, but through the means of the Holy Spirit, then people are drawn to Jesus. And I've had many opportunities in the clinic of praying with people who are Muslim. I always ask them, I say, look, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, are you a Muslim? Most of them are Muslims. They say, we're Muslims. I say, would you mind if I prayed in the name of Jesus for your healing? And often we see the most wonderful things. I had an old man of 80 last week who had really severe back problems due to an acute prolapsed disc. And I said, Um, there's very little we can do we can give you pain relief but Jesus is the great physician would you mind if I prayed and Jesus said no I'd love you to so we laid hands on him and prayed and saw a wonderful change in in his pain situation so there are lots of opportunities there of being able to share the love of Jesus
0: and Martin with this infiltration of these young men into Pemba, and they are agents of El Shabab Is there a motive to intimidate the people and make themselves known? And then, of course, you've got these very public executions, beheadings that you were describing. Uh, What sort of intimidation factor does that have on the people? The people are obviously fearful of that.
1: It It puts a lot of fear in people, Neil, and many, many, many of the people in the villages now are not staying in their homes at night. They're staying in during the day and they're fleeing into the forest during night time, as happened in northern Uganda with the Lord's Resistance Army where we were a few years ago. But no, there's an, a great deal of fear and apprehension in the community. But I think people are not entirely certain what their intention is, what exactly the ideology is. It was thought originally that their desire was to establish Sharia law in al Gada, because so many people now have become followers of Jesus. But I think it's more than that. I think they are actually trying to um, destabilize the government because the government in power in Mozambique is called Frelimo, and this has been in power since independence in 1975. And there's now a new group, particularly in the north, So uh, it's called the Democratic Alliance in Mozambique. And the other... Um, political party as Renamo, and there's a lot of opposition to Frelima. So I think there are a number of different threads to it, but ultimately, I think it's a demonic. Um, spirit that is controlling them no no one just simply with an ideology goes around raping and looting and burning and beheading so I think they are ultimately controlled by by satanic powers and that's what we have to stand against as Christians
0: Well Martin when we encourage people listening to our conversation today to pray for North Mozambique and the province that you're talking about is Pemba uh, I know that you've been uh, calling on people to pray for these insurgents to have Damascus road experiences Absolutely. Uh, how do you How do you hope that uh, the Aussies listening to our conversation today might be in prayer for these young members of al Shabab?
1: Well, I would love them to pray that Jesus will meet them sovereignly and divinely, Neil, which the Lord can do these people are mostly very devout in their faith. Unfortunately what has happened is that they have become extremists and I think through that have become unbalanced but nonetheless they do it because they believe in their hearts that what they are doing is pleasing to Allah and we know that that is an absolute contradiction that God could never ever approve of such violence and evil. So we're we're really praying and believing that Jesus will meet these people call them abruptly and just show them his love and his grace and we'll change them in the same way that Paul was changed. I mean, Paul was a persecutor and slayer of Christians until he met Jesus on the Damascus Road. And Jesus changed him by his love and grace and he became probably the greatest missionary ever.
0: Well, prayer is effective. It is nation-changing. And I'll encourage people to visit the website of Heart humanitarian aid relief trust is there some more information on your website that people can access martin
1: um probably not directly about mozambique because i don't actually get a mozambique as a um as a part of my work with heart this is just a personal invitation but they can look under aris which is a ministry aris.com it's aris ministries which um, were founded by Heidi and Roland Baker. Many people have already heard of Heidi through her extensive overseas visits and books she's written. Um, but no, they can certainly look at Heart too and the work that we do in various parts of the world. That's um, www.heart.org.australasia. Uh, uh, um, but um, I'd really encourage people to pray and really seek God and pray as the Holy Spirit leads them for peace, and for God to be glorified even through this terrible and horrific situation that's taking place right now. And also that God will give peace to the missionaries who've stayed. I would have loved to have stayed, but there are some somewhere around 60 young, predominantly Western missionaries who are remaining there. And Heidi and Roland themselves are clearly targets because they were the, the pioneers of this work, and they're staying no matter what. So if I could just really ask Dear brothers and sisters in Australia, to pray for the situation and really intercede on behalf not only of the terrorists, those who've been hurt. Those who've been bereaved, but also on behalf of the missionaries who remain there. I'd be so grateful.
0: Well, Martin, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today. Martin Panter, just back from North Mozambique, working with the Christian Ministries Heidi and Roland Baker there, but also with the clinic in Pemba. Martin's also chairman of the Humanitarian Aid Relief Trust. Based here in Australia. Martin, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with our listeners.
1: Bless you, it's been a pleasure, Ian. Thank you so much.
0: Before you go, thanks for listening.
1: There's lots more great audio on
0: demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported.